Good afternoon to you. It's the 123 show with me, Sadia Osmani, and we are live on Facebook. So if you'd like to watch my next guest talk and, uh, you know, make sure you tune and go to my Facebook page, which is Sadia Osmani on Radio 3 RTHK. And you can see Keith Chan there. Now, the pandemic has without doubt changed our lives from the way we eat, dress and, of course, socialise. And one of the key things that have changed in the t- is the time that we spend in our homes, both with our family and online with our colleagues if you're working from home. Well, it looks like the space we have now is making us think a little bit more creatively. And with me in the studio is Keith Chan, interior designer from Hintegro, to shed a bit more light into how people in Hong Kong are feeling about the spaces around them. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Sadia. Good to see you. Yeah, um, me too. You were one of my movers and shakers on the program some time ago. And um, now um, we were having a conversation recently and mm-hmm. this whole subject came yeah. up and I was asking, are you really busy? Mm-hmm. How are things going? And you said, oh, I'm really busy lately. Yes. So tell me about it. How has the pandemic sort of affected you? I think the interior design industry is kind of super lucky in this pandemic period because the people living at home, they suddenly find that the home design or the, the setting up or off configuration in at home is very, very, very important for mm-hmm. them, uh, especially when they work from home. And, you know, they suddenly need a very neat and tidy or, or big desk for, for them to work. Uh, and different people have different needs, not only about the work, but also the communication or they have uh, more arguing uh, between or among their family. Sure. Uh, for example, a part-time mom, they work, but they at the same time, they, they take care of their children, but the children doesn't understand why mom has to work and they didn't know they are working. Or some young adults, they work at home, but the, their parents think, uh, you, you should accompany me to restaurant. So the changes of the life and the working mode at home uh, change all the design brief of my sure. clients. Sure. Mm. So, I mean, the focus now, I mean, the whole thing is, is that we are in a, a small space mm-hmm. and everything is in that space, whether it's our family, our food, our work. So how easy is it in Hong Kong to work with those spaces because sometimes you're not working with much space, are you? Yes. Um, You know, Hong Kong homes are usually very small and tiny. And so uh, people now is finding or sourcing some multifunctional furniture. Mm -hmm. Just like my client, um, I designed a table for her. It's a dining table Mm -hmm. uh, normally, but that double deck, we have another deck underneath the normal tabletop so that when she uh, finished the, the work and she can just put the laptop, everything underneath, mm-hmm. and then they start the dinner. Uh, or one of my clients is a couple without kids. It's easier, but they are both lawyer, mm-hmm. uh, work at home, and then um, they need a lot of phone calls. And, you know, when one of them is speaking and then uh, another get um, disturbed, so they need a like a kind of phone booth for them to really talk in very so secretly. Or, where they can, yes. Oh, right, because of confidentiality. Yes, exactly. Suddenly, you know, in an office, you can go and sit in a separate drawer yes, or anything. Yes. But obviously, at home, yeah, it's 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 really you have to be very careful. Yes. Don't so, you? you know really what? We just turn a storeroom 
into a phone booth for them. <laughs> and then I installed a um, flipping desk mm -hmm. inside the storeroom, okay. which with a lot of toilet papers, cans, uh, uh, lots of food. It's a multifunction yes. there as well. And then just, just, just flip the, the table down for 15 minutes talk and right. then with lightings and then they can talk in, in the storeroom. Yes. So it just shows you that it is all about being creative, isn't it? Yeah. It's using the spaces we have. Yeah. Great. Um, now, you know, how do you fit in? Yeah, you know, children have got so many things because, you know, majority of Hong Kong homes that you go to, there is just so much stuff everywhere because yeah. we are living in tiny spaces and everything's yeah. there, whether it's kids' toys and books and things like that. Mm -hmm. How do you find those spaces to put those in? Can you hide them? Could you do anything with them? Yes. Um, yes and no. But usually I always told my clients that you have to give up some of them. I know, I, I think most of them are useless, actually. Yeah. Uh, before, before you buy, you have to consider yeah. if you have enough space to put them. And somehow, um, children's toys are more than enough, right? Uh, so most of the most important thing is your the mindset of, of the client and sure. the user. But if you really have those kind of stuff, then what we can do is typically a lot of Hong Kong clients want a, a platform in the, the bedrooms to put everything under, under the floor. But I don't really like it because mm -hmm. uh, it's all dust inside. Yeah. And actually, if you put something there about two years or three years, actually, those are useless things. You, you don't really even remember them. Um, so I would so, sometimes I would make uh, extra space for them, for example, the platform or fourth ceiling. But if that is ne not necessary, I would tell them to give up, actually. Yeah, yeah, I suppose it's conditioning ourselves, isn't it, to yeah. to be better at not hoarding things yes, exactly. and not collecting things, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but the tensions that do arise, I mean, how are we to separate those areas in the house? Mm. Because everyone, how do you get your privacy when there's everything going on at one time? Um, lots of small houses or apartment in Hong Kong is open plan mm -hmm. without any boundary between the rooms and the kitchen, even the kitchen. So we make a flexible p partition between you so you can slide it out or mm -hmm. folding doors. Um, and those make blur boundary between the spaces. Uh, for example, in the morning, you can open up uh, everyone is living in the same space, but at night, uh, close up one of the room, then it turns it into a study room for, for the students. Something like that. Uh, flexible, creativity, um, kind of uh, movable partition to make space to be very flexible. Mm -hmm. And how about the kind of materials that you use for this? Is it mainly sort of wood-based stuff that you're using to make some of these tables and, and things? Or is it reasonably, I mean, is it something that you can do without too much cost? Um, Are there cheaper ways of doing yes, it? Yes, I'm a wood lover. So mm -hmm. I used a lot of wood for my client. But, you know, uh, homes for children, they uh, are looking for hygienic uh, usage. And um, it's very important especially in the pandemic period. Um, so some of the material in 
especially in the kitchen or bathroom, we cannot use a lot of wood because it get mold mm-hmm. uh, and. It's very hard to clean. If you use strong detergent or bleach, it will damage the wood. So nowadays, thanks to the technology, we have a lot of good material like uh, the plastic laminate. Nowadays, the plastic laminate is very beautiful. People even can't uh, really realize those are plastic, but they are resistant to all the detergent or bleach. Mm -hmm. So it's good for children's home. And... um, for example, the kitchen countertop, in the past, we used real marble. Mm-hmm. But marble actually has a lot of spores, uh, mm-hmm. little holes on the top of the stone. So it traps dust and traps bacteria. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, again, thanks to technology, we have a lot of artificial stone, which is very hard, like quartz. Um, it, it will not stain even you put curry or red wine for a night, so it won't stain and mm. easy to clean. So yes, after the pandemic, uh, a lot of clients, especially the, the parents' clients, they a lot of concern about um, how how to clean the material yeah. or That's sustain it. That's a key it. part of yes. it now, isn't it? Because yes. I can see that our whole way of thinking mm. has changed yes. um, because we are looking at things where surfaces can be cleaned easily mm. and, and they can be cleaned over and over again. You know? Yes, certainly. Now, you're, we're talking really very much about things within a home and how we can do it. How do you see, like, on the bigger picture too, like, you know, now as buildings are being designed and offices are being designed, what are the key changes, you know, cubicle-type working? Because I know years ago people used to work in offices and they had little cubicles. And, yes. And so how do you see things changing on the on the bigger front in offices and things? Definitely the office layout will be changed a lot. Actually, it has been changing for these 10 years, but mm-hmm. I think after the, um, the coronavirus, it will be changed even more. For example, people nowadays don't have... Uh, a cubicle or a, a stable desk office. They use mobile uh, 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 desk or they just uh, work at the canteen. And um, or when we design a restaurant, maybe there's a, a corner for takeaway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe in the future, more and more people uh, they get used to. to call delivery so not going into a restaurant so much perhaps this is my guess yeah 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 so i don't see in the interior design uh will have uh, a bad um uh, influence i mean uh, the economy will not influence us a lot sure. because the change keep changes and um a lot of retail shop they they change their their shop to a smaller one because the the rent is too high in the uh, top tiers of shopping mall. But this change or move of the uh, of the shops actually gave us some business. So um, I think no matter in the home or office or working space or retail or restaurant, we we will have a lot of different changes of the the life. Sure. And I don't think these changes are changes that are only for this time being. These Mm. are ones to stay because I think a lot of the way that we have done things during the pandemic and how Mm. we have changed the way we live. Yes. I can't see, you know, that going back to what it was. Yeah, it will change back. I I mean, 
some of my clients are very get used to, to uh, having meeting mm -hmm. uh, in the mm -hmm. Zoom or, mm -hmm. or Google Meet. Because so, we've been put in a position yes. where we had to do it. And now we've actually, because we've had to do it, we've realized that Mm, this works quite well. Yes. And it saves a lot of time for traveling, actually. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot to be said about it. What would you say, um, what's been the sort of most challenging part of this? Because, like, you know, I'm sure you may have a client who calls you in and you go in and it's just like full of things and there's not much. What, the, what is the main challenge for you when you go to look at a place and think, okay, what shall I do? Um, I think the most most challenging thing is the communication between the designer and the client. Mm -hmm. uh, I always think that Keith doesn't have to have a very strong idea or strong style for my clients because I always mention I work with my client, not work for the client. Mm -hmm. So before I understand them, I have to chat a lot with them to understand their lifestyle, yeah. their character their characteristics and what they collect, what are their hobbies. Uh, from these tiny things, I chop the clients. I always say I chop the client into a lot of small pieces. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then I understand them. And then the next step is I reform them to their style. Right. So the style is Keith Chan style plus my client's sure. style, which sure. is very unique. So I spend a lot of time to communicate with them. Uh, I think this part is the most challenging thing in my career. Yeah, mm. and and I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? Because when yeah. somebody does get an interior designer in, yes. it's not so much about, yes, they have ideas, they can give you an insight, but a lot of it is shaped around your own personality yeah. and your own requirements from that. Mm. And that's how it sort of fits in. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, that sounds great. And I think you know there is a lot going on. I think it's a very great challenge here in Hong Kong to be able to make that space mm. and to do sort of innovative things. Yeah. What was the most innovative thing that you've done? You mentioned that that I like the the idea of the little phone box type thing. Mm. Anything else a bit wacky that you've designed? I can't say that is very innovative, but uh, maybe I say about my strength. Uh, of designing a space mm -hmm. for a living is about blurry boundary. I always merge the working space, living space, and uh, cooking space together. Mm -hmm. I I quite enjoy seeing my client, a Japanese uh, woman. She cooks a lot, and then next to the kitchen is a bar counter. Next to the bar counter is a working table for her children's and the children's every day they got online there to work to to study and to have the zoom um, study lesson while her their mother is preparing the dinner uh, they talk with each other mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. I I really enjoy seeing these kind of communication because you know in the uh, city in Hong Kong like this we are running too fast and uh, children and teenagers always hide themselves in their rooms. Absolutely. Yes, I pull them out to the public oh, area. Fantastic. So they enjoy talking with each other. Sure. Even not talking, they see each other. Yeah. yeah. And I think the kitchen is one of those places where it's so important almost if you can have that blurred line there in terms of people being able to sit and still have access to the kitchen yeah. and talk to somebody because yeah. otherwise you know whoever's cooking in the kitchen is kind of cut off completely yeah. Yeah. aren't they and they don't really have anything to do with yes. anyone else it's kind of um the poor mom if they work yeah. Yeah. They wash the dishes alone and yeah. feel, feel lonely, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's certainly that's something that you see 
um, you know, in open plan houses in the UK or yes. when you've got more space that, you know, the, the kitchen table seems to be the central place that yeah. everyone sits. Yes. Is it like know? a focal point? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And I think sometimes not enough importance is put on the kitchen yeah. where people say, oh, it's just a place to cook. But actually, that is where food is the focus, yeah. especially in Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, it's very I agree much a so. lot. Yeah. Now, Keith, you've also got something very exciting happen because you mentioned that you, there's a special event coming up and you've been asked to speak. Do tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, on the 6th of the December, uh, I will be one of the speakers in the PMQ. Um, it's actually a program of Detour 2020. Um, we talk about uh, less is bore or less is more. Less is more or less is bore. Yeah, mm. and so. I am in the team of less is more. Right. Yes. Uh, I like, uh, I actually write some, wrote some uh, articles about this um, design concept or thinking in some Chinese new paper. And um, I'm the fans of this because mm -hmm. I always think not only about white or nothing at your home or in the space, but if we give up some unnecessary thing in the space, actually it gives you more space in your heart yeah. and in your mind that you can absorb more knowledge no more um, communication with people and makes you more content. Oh, I, can identify. I can identify with the fact that if you have kind of chaos around you, I find it very hard to work if there's, if the, if like the things are uh, scattered around or there's clothes hanging and things. Yeah. I need clarity. I need to be able to think where there's not so much yes. stuff around. So that's probably where that yeah. comes from, isn't it? It's just yes. that focus. Yes. That's interesting. Um, and in the in terms of like the less is bore, what do you think? I mean, people believe that you should have little things on the table, you should have little, you know, paintings on the wall, just lots of stuff around, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is that you just have more color, more, more color, more, more shapes, uh, more forms. But this is actually very personal. Mm. Uh, I don't see less is more or less is more, which That's is right answer. Yes, yeah. no right or, or wrong. It takes your personality. And uh, if a client tell me to put a lot of colors, I would do that because mm -hmm. this is him or sure, her, sure. it's her home. But at, in that style, I would try my best to make it a little bit less, uh, not too loud. And uh, even you can have a lot of colors of shape, but we cannot make it too noisy. Yeah. Uh, that's too my... noisy to look at uh, yes. in terms of patterns. Yeah, so and Japanese, and they always change the flower and the picture, but depends on the weather, depends on your mood. Mm -hmm. They have the specific place for the picture, hanging a picture, but the changes. Mm -hmm. They don't hang all the thing on the wall. No, it's, it's yeah. fascinating. It really mm -hmm. is. Okay. Well, Keith, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Now, if if I was going to ask your advice, like, you know, we've well, we've talked about, you know, the fact that people have too much in the house. What's the one thing in people's homes that you think if you could kind of declutter people's homes, what's the one thing that you think they should take out? <laughs> you know, uh, is it thing like, you know, because we all buy lots of clothes, we have lots of shoots yes. and things like that. What what would you say? What would be your advice? Hong Kong people the, in their typical Hong Kong apartment, they always request a um, a cabinet or display to show their little um, <laughs> souvenir uh, from from the traveling. But actually, they they are uh, 
independently they are beautiful, but usually you you have too much or too many. They put together, and they are all dirty and dusty. I always think this is not necessary. Yeah. Um, I buy some souvenir, but not much. Uh, and I always tell my client, you remember the the trip in your mind rather than just buy a unnecessary thing at your home. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I couldn't agree with that more because a number of times people also, what happens is people go on holiday and they always feel that they need to bring back some yeah. presents for other people, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then you end up like, um, oh, it's lovely. You've got me an Eiffel Tower. <laughs> uh, and then you end up with all these things. Half the time it's presents that people have given you. Yes. Um, the other thing that I think maybe should go which is so common in hong kong mm -hmm. is when you go to like people go to conferences people go to events and things like that yeah there's always a little present yeah. that they hand to you mm -hmm. right with an inscription of what event it was <laughs> yes. and so it's not even something you can use because exactly. you've, you've not put that on the table but people should stop doing that because our homes I have a suitcase at home which is full <laughs> of things like that which have been given to myself or my husband mm. at some point yeah how do we get rid of those we have to get rid of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to somehow we have to close our eyes and then just throw it away or uh, or recycle them <laughs> yeah, yeah so that's that's certainly a really good point there and I think people need to think twice about these little knickknacks that mm -hmm. are sitting around because there's so much dust in Hong yeah. Kong you can do it Keith um, I wish you a lot of luck with your your talk and obviously you can um, so it's on the 6th of December yes at PMQ yes and if you want to find out more about it people can just go to the uh, website or something I think they, they are already announced in the PMQ website and yeah. uh, the detour yeah, website right. sounds yes. fantastic yeah. Thank you ever so much. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> Some things are long forgotten.